Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. Like most teenagers, the drummers you're hearing right now are anxiously waiting for this Saturday to arrive. But they're not anticipating a casual hangout with friends. This weekend, they'll compete against 14 other acts in the annual teen talent competition on one of St. Louis's biggest stages, the fabulous Fox Theater. The Drum Warriors Ensemble is a group of four black teenage boys who drum and dance to traditional African rhythms. This one is called Casa Soro. It originates in Guinea. Each member of the Drum Warriors Ensemble has been playing drums since he was very young. Among other instructors, they all learned from percussion masters Gary Thadi Kennedy and Mr. Edward Brown. Vivian Watt leads the ensemble and teaches their choreography. Some of these students are multi-instrumentalists. Some play in their respective school bands. All of them are passionate about their African heritage and love that they get to share their culture with others through music. Let's meet the members of the Drum Warriors Ensemble. Hello, my name is Ismail Bachwe. I'm 16 years old and I play the kinkini and the songba of the Dundumba family. My name is Addison Jones and I'm playing the djembe. Hello, my name is Solomon Ahmed and I play lead djembe and I'm 17 years old. Hello, my name is Corin Ward. I also play the djembe. Thank you all for being here, letting us uh, kind of crash your rehearsal. So do you call yourselves drummers or percussionists, or is there some other term that you use to describe what you do? Well, our group name is Drum Warriors Ensemble, DWE. So that's our name and our group. So we call ourselves the Drum Warriors, which kind of, it shows our strength as drum warriors and as like, as men, it shows our culture because in our culture, the warriors were the ones that were drumming and doing these ceremonies. Each of you goes to a different high school in a different part of the city. How well did you come together? We all came together through Better Family Life, which is an organization that helps bring families together, helps bring black families together, and helps create a space where basically kids can go during the summer camp and have something productive to do. So we did drumming, there was dancing classes, art classes. So we all met there because we had parents who knew Better From Your Life and put us in this program to create a community and create friends and have a experience like such as this. Solomon, you are one of the two juniors in this group. How do you manage your time uh, when it comes to school and practice? I would say I plan out everything I do for the day to make sure I do not get overworked and stressed. So when you do come together for practice, is there something that you do to prepare yourselves or like to get pumped? Like, is there warm-up music that you listen to together? 
So usually we would start with any rhythm. It doesn't, it differs. And we would basically play that to get our hands warmed up and to get us going into what we were about to practice. So entering any competition usually means that you have some hope of winning, right? Is that your primary goal or is there some other reason you all decided to try for the St. Louis Teen Talent Contest this year? So I would say we tried out for the contest this year. I wouldn't say it was just to win. It was to spread our culture and really inspire people. And when we started this competition, we were trained by Balbathadi Kennedy and sadly he passed away in the middle of our training for this competition and although we could have um, been sad about it and dropped out of the competition and took some time away we decided to continue with the competition and his legacy and just really show all the rhythms and all of the strength and all of the perseverance that he taught us and really show that on the stage so that's really where it's all coming from right now. So also this is a great way for us to get our names out there and us coming together as a group, we can get different gigs and be able to make money in different ways, including this competition. Another reason why we, we, we do these competitions is to because we want to do more than just performing in St. Louis. We performed all over the region. So we wanted to perform nationwide and maybe even out of this country. Now, the style of drumming that you all do, it involves your whole body, right? How did you become interested in the dance part of what you do? So when we started drumming, we would be in drum circles and that would be our main way of drumming. But once we got more into the performance industry and trying to bring in an audience that may not understand the rhythm, giving them something visual to see, giving them some type of, whoa, that's really cool. We'll kind of bring them in with the rhythm, but also give them something else instead of them just listening to something. When they see the visual, it kind of makes it more of a performance and it gives them more exposure to the culture, especially like, especially with the outfits and all of the things that we put together for this performance. So we've been drumming together for over five years now. And most of that time, like Ishmael said, it will be in a circle. And in this competition, not just this competition, but in new performances and stuff coming up, we wanted to show that we're not just drummers and we can do other things besides just drum because they know we can play the rhythms. They know we can hit the drums and we just want to show that we can do something different. What does the dancing look like? The dancing, what does it look like? That's a tough question. I would say they are, I guess, fluid movements but not too much movement because you don't want to distract the audience too much so I would say more of like sudden movements and just like arrangements of patterns of like switching positions or maybe us going around in a circle on this stage or us expanding or spinning across the stage or it's just a lot of different things that we put together to try and engage the audience and just make it really fun for us and even for the audience. Solomon, what's the most difficult thing about dancing and drumming at the same time? I saw your expression as, as your, uh, your teammates were responding. For me, the most difficult thing is one of the movements I do, which is a Dunham movement called the rocking course. And the way you move, especially with the djembe, and what I find difficult is the way Sometimes the drum hits back and forth and I have to make sure it doesn't hit my knee where I fall or anything. So, yeah, that's what's difficult for me. A lot of times, if it's a big move, 
it might be harder to drum at the same time and a difficulty in there is just balancing it out? You have to be really precise in the way you're moving because one wrong move and you can literally fall off the stage, which may or may not have almost happened. But So you just really have to be careful with the way you're moving and you just have to make sure you're being conscious and not like get into the moment but don't get so into the moment that you're not paying attention to like where you're stepping or where you're moving because it can create an accident and we don't want that to happen now there's something called transition rhythms that you use what is a transition rhythm and why are they important in what you do so for us with our different movements and all the things that we do we use the break as a way to signify that we're starting something new and so if we're doing a new movement, we might play a break so we're all synchronized and together. So following on what you all have said, that you don't just drum, you also dance. It's not just one thing that you do. When it comes to the drums or percussion, are there other drums that you play or other instruments that you play? So I do play other percussion instruments. I am actually in the band at my school and we have different things like marimba and timpani, which is also all in percussion family. And it all almost is the same how the same technique. It's just different things here and there that makes it a little bit different. Um, to piggyback off what Addison said, at my school I'm also part of the symphonic band and I play crash cymbal, I also play snare drum and bass drum. What is the biggest difference between what you do at school with the, the symphonic and what you're doing with the drum warriors? For me, it's more of a cultural difference. For bass drum and crash cymbal, that's more of a, it's more commercial percussion. and. Djembe is made from wood rings and also hide, cow hide or goat hide. That's the difference. It's handmade. Sometimes it helps to know what to look out for or listen to when you're experiencing any form of art. Is there anything that you think people should know about the drum warrior's technique or the cultural aspects of the, the rhythms that you play so they can really appreciate what you are doing? One thing they should know is we're not just hitting the drums. It's actually precise hand movements that make each different sound. So you have like a bass tone and slap and each hit has a different hand movement and the way you have your hand. For the for a slap, it is actually you're it's on the edge of the drum and you have open fingers versus a bass or a tone where you have closed hand and it'll either be in the middle of the drum, which is the deepest or the side. So it's really important for people to know about our culture that still continues in Africa, but it has really been neglected by American culture. So I can explain a little bit more. A few of the rhythms like Sununa that we use are rhythms for the rites of passage for the men when they go out. So basically, you're a boy, you might be 13 or 14 years old, and they'll send you into the forest and you might have to go and hunt something, whether it's a lion or a tiger or whatever animal they tell you to go hunt. So you have to go hunt that animal and you have to come back to the village. And as soon as you come back with that animal, whether you have like the head or whatever part of the animal that you have to prove that you really got the animal, then that's when they'll play the rhythm. And that's when you truly become a man according to the culture. So that's, that's the cultural aspect. And it, 
it can also be used for weddings or even funerals or celebratory movements. So that it's really not only a rhythm and the way we play the drum, but it's also the culture that was stolen from us when we were brought here from Africa. So that's really where it's all coming from right now. Solomon, Ismail, Addison, Corin, thank you so much for talking with me and for teaching us about your drumming and your art. Thank you. Thank you. That was the Drum Warriors Ensemble. Here they are playing a traditional African rhythm called Soli. It's from West Africa, from one of the Mali kingdoms. This Saturday, the ensemble will compete at the annual Teen Talent Competition at the Fabulous Fox Theatre. We hope they have a great show and wish them good luck. Tomorrow on St. Louis on the Air, we'll discuss the U.S. Census Bureau's estimated dip in STL's population numbers and open our phone lines for your thoughts on regional population loss, retention, and growth. We'll also learn about a mobile app that brings community and science together to work as one. The Mosquito Alert app invites citizen scientists to track mosquito populations this summer in order to better understand where mosquito hotbeds are in St. Louis. Today's episode was produced by Avery Rogers. With audio engineering by Emily Woodbury. Podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.